Each and every one of us has a decision to make. Each and every one of us is presented with the same decision. Myself, everyone here included. And that decision is to either take up your cross and follow the Lord Jesus or not. A decision to either take up your cross to follow Jesus or rebel against him. We can see this decision, this dynamic played out, perhaps in our own culture. So we see um, just the world rebelling against the Lord Jesus, the church, the commandments, everything that uh, is presented in the Christian faith. And we also see a dynamic played out in the church and those Christians who believe in Christ who take up their cross and follow the Lord, who adhere, adhere to the gospel, adhere to Christ and his church. And so we see that dynamic played out in the world. We might even see it in our own families played out. That decision of following the Lord, taking up our cross, and following him or rebelling against him. And we may even see it in ourselves. Perhaps there was a time earlier where we faced that, was that decision in a very clear and dramatic way. Um, maybe for some of us, I think for all of us, that decision is always there every day in different stages and ways. Of every day, that decision to follow the Lord today or rebel. And if we look into our hearts, we might be able to find, some of us uh, find a couple of reasons for why uh, we might rebel and push against the Lord, his authority, uh, what he commands us and calls us to do. For some of us, uh, it might be just pride. Pride that says, I want to do what I want to do, when I want to do it, and how I want to do it. Pride that rejects God as as uh, his creator, as our creator, and forgets that our role as creation and tries to become the creator. When I try to just form our own life and say, I want to do what I want to do when I want to do it. So sometimes a rebellion against the Lord and his invitation to life is a source of pride. And so if that's what we find in our hearts, some of us, then we have to just repent and allow the Lord's love and mercy to come in and just shrink that pride away. But for some of us here, uh, or some others of us that we might know, the cause might be just fear. A fear of God's calling. A fear of following God and his trusting in his authority. A fear of following his authority in his church. And for some of us, that fear just might come um, just because in our past experiences, when we had uh, experience with authority, that authority might have been misused or abused. And so that has colored our experience. We might view God in the same way. Or we might be afraid to follow the Lord because we might be hurt. So for some of us, that might be the cause of our rebellion in our hearts. That we see that resistance against the Lord. And so we just need to invite the Lord's mercy and healing in there as well. Or for maybe for others, it could be simply just a misunderstanding of who God is. A misunderstanding of what his authority is, of the role of authority what God uses his power for, to heal, to save, to sustain, to grow, and to mature. And as we all reflect, as we all notice those causes of uh, rebellion in our hearts, we notice it's so important to know and see what the cause of the rebellion is so we can remedy it. Remedy it. So important to see what pushes us away from the Lord because it is so important for us to follow Jesus, to pick up our cross and follow him. The reason why it's so important to know what it is that caused a rebellion is to know the consequences of not doing so. 
And to understand uh, the benefit or the consequence of choosing to follow Lord or rebel, we can begin to look at the readings. And in the readings, we see in the first reading, see in the first readings, we see a servant who is faithful to the Lord, who has not rebelled. You see in the first reading, it says, the Lord has opened my ears that I may hear, and I have not rebelled. I have not turned back. This servant uh, that we see is part of many poems in the book of the prophet Isaiah that describes this faithful servant, the servant who is anointed, anointed to, who brings God's justice and victory into the world, God's triumph into the world, the servant who sets his face like flint before uh, the trials against him, but the servant who is also one who suffers. Servant also one who suffers. And so this suffering servant of Isaiah we see that uh, it says in the first reading that he has turned his back to those who have, uh, who have hit him, who beat him. He has not turned his face away from those who pluck his beard. This one who is faithful to the Lord and has not rebelled even in the, in the midst and face of great suffering and sorrow. And so this is one who has not rebelled. And who is this suffering servant? This suffering servant is pointing to the Lord Jesus the one who is anointed, the one who has come to bring salvation and God's victory and triumph into the world. But as we read in the gospel, Jesus makes clear that his mission of bringing God's victory, his justice into the world, is through enduring the cross. It's through suffering. Because he begins to teach, and we read in the gospel, uh, teach the disciples that the Son of Man must suffer greatly and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes and be killed and rise after three days. And so we see, so we see that God, that Christ, in order to save us, has taken upon our sorrow, has taken upon suffering, evil, the greatest of injustices, to redeem us, to save us. So why do I mention this? Why do I mention this? Because it's getting close to the answer of why it's important for us not to rebel against the Lord. Because we see that Jesus, as he, the suffering servant, the one who is faithful to the Lord and has not rebelled, that as he has taken upon our suffering, all the sorrow the world can bring, all death, evil, sin, and injustice, and Jesus, as he took it upon us, he did so so that we might have life. He took upon that suffering, that death, so that we might not be overcome by sorrow, suffering, and evil of the world. Jesus' death is an offer for us for life. And so why is it important for us to follow the Lord Jesus, to carry our cross, and not to rebel? Because the Lord teaches us this way. Whoever wishes to come after me must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. Whoever wishes to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake and that of the gospel will save it. It's in picking up our cross and following Jesus that we're able to save our life. But it's because it's only by taking up our cross and following Jesus, joining his passion and death, that we're able to share in his resurrection. But there's more. Is that if we rebel against the Lord, if we rebel against this offer of the following Jesus, of getting healing in life, if we refuse to follow the Lord, then we refuse that life refuse the healing that we need as you suffer uh, and go through a midst of this broken and fallen world. 
If we refuse the Lord Jesus, we refuse eternal life. If we rebel against him, if we rebel against the Lord and choose not to pick up our cross and follow him, we will be, we will be overcome and overwhelmed by the sufferings and sorrows and sins of this world. If we don't take up our cross and follow Jesus, then we will be overwhelmed by the sorrow, sin, and suffering that Jesus took upon himself. In Jesus, he has offered us that hope and that promise of salvation. It's his suffering, it's his cross and death that provides an answer for our suffering, an answer for everything we face. And so if we, re if we rebel against God and refuse to follow him, we rebel and turn away from that which can save us and give us strength to endure everything that we might suffer in this world. And so all of us here, all of us here, we all have an opportunity to follow the Lord Jesus. God gives us his grace. We all have an opportunity to follow the Lord Jesus. And so to do so, we have to ask ourselves this question. So this is the question I want you to reflect on. Is what in my heart might cause me to rebel against the Lord? What in my heart that might cause me to resist following the Lord and his commandments? Is it simply pride? That I want to do what I want to do when I want to do it? Is it fear? Fear that if I follow the Lord Jesus, I might be hurt. Fear if I follow the Lord Jesus, God and his commandments, uh, I might not survive or make it. Or mistrust in his authority and power. Or is it simply just a lack of understanding or a misunderstanding of what it means to follow the Lord Jesus? A misunderstanding of how God uses his power and authority. So that's the important question for us today. For the remedy and answer will always be God's cross, the saving blood of Jesus. It's the remedy for our pride. As we see in the cross, the price of our sins, the punishment that we deserved, and yet the mercy that he's given us. And so in the cross, we see that humility. In the cross, we see the great love and mercy, the love that he has for us that shows us we never have to be afraid of following him. Or in the cross, too, we see how God uses his power to save us, to give us life, to sustain us in this world, and help us grow as his Christian disciples. So my challenge to you is to reflect and see which could be the cause of my resistance to the Lord. Because as we draw near to him, as we pick up our cross and follow him, we find the remedy for all our healing. We find eternal life. And also we find the strength that we may not be overcome by the sins and sufferings of the world. Because if we refuse and rebel the Lord, against the Lord Jesus, then we will be overcome by it. And so we have that opportunity again to draw near to the Lord, to receive that strength. We see how he's taken upon our sin and suffering so that we always have a place to give uh, our sufferings in this world. And so let's draw to Lord Jesus. Let us pick up our cross and follow him so that we may receive that life, that healing, and through our ministry, the world may receive it as well.